We're recording. All right. Welcome to uh, the Crazy Sports Fanatic podcast. Uh, my name is Joel. And I am Justin. And uh, we're here to talk sports today. And um, we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, so big topic that we've been talking about a lot this week and we wanted to bring to the podcast is, uh, of course, playoff mode LeBron James. Yes. And I got something to show for that. <laughs> we got the LA Bron shirt going for that because uh, that mode is activated, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it showed against the Rockets. Yes, um, it did. That was a, a big win for us. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, coming out of the All-Star break, I think that's something that uh, needed to happen was getting that W, um, especially with the schedule coming up. Uh, needed to get some wins uh, consecutively. So that's uh, that's how you start it right there. you got to get that first win, especially off the All-Star break. Get that momentum. And now they're going into a New Orleans tonight. Uh, no AD. Which is uh, awesome for us. Um, obviously, uh, he is one of the best players in the league, and um, yeah, it's a huge boost for us, obviously. We want to see him playing, and we don't want anyone to be not playing, but uh, we'll take it when we can get it. It's just an amazing coincidence. Um, you know, all of a sudden, Lakers are in New Orleans, and, and AD is going to rest. Um, yeah, that is uh, something. Maybe uh, the Pelicans don't want AD and uh, LeBron to be on the same court together, uh, maybe <laughs> speaking to each other. Uh, so. Those uh, conversations with the jerseys yeah, covered, the jersey you know, the LeBron and Ball the famous Le- one, the Lonzo one, and then maybe the Kyrie one that people saw recently. Exactly, it's so, like the uh, new thing now. It is a thing, you know, covering that thing up. So maybe it's a sign. Co- so. Kobe used to uh, bite the jersey, and bite now, the jersey. It's, now it's the, the Bane mask the jersey. jersey. The Bane mask. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that uh, game against the Rockets, uh, Lakers down 19 uh, late in the third, coming back and winning that game. That's uh, that's crazy. That's something we did not expect. I honestly, at that point, thought the game might have been over. Especially if you look at the stats and you take a, a look at our shooting that game, especially our three-point shots. It was really, um, we gritted it out. Uh, we had 10 more offensive rebounds than the Rockets that game. Um, so it just shows we, we actually wanted it more, yep. which is something you can't say about the Lakers of recent times. That is um, the truth. Um, that's uh, something that uh, definitely stood out to me, too, was the intensity. It was there. It was uh, the fact that they were down 19. They didn't stop. They they were doing the little things. Um, you know, Kyle Kuzma, for instance, that game, he didn't shoot well, but he was doing a bunch of other things. He was very vocal on the court. Um, his defensive intensity or defensive intensity was amazing. And um, you also brought up the rebounding. Shout out to Brandon Ingram, 14 rebounds that <laughs> there, game. There that you was go. amazing. Um, and once Brandon gets the ball off the rebound, he just opens up the game because he loves bringing ball up court and um, him going. It just almost seems like he activates himself as well um, when he's you know rebounding the ball. Those offensive rebounds are it'll build morale and give you that that momentum to get that comeback. I mean, 19 points that's a huge gap, and the Rockets are not a bad team. Exactly. So With James Harden, Chris Paul, you think that game's <laughs> over? But the fact that they were in foul trouble definitely helped us. Yes. Yes. So, definitely. Um, and being in foul trouble for James Harden and Chris Paul, that's. Uh, a little ironic, I'd say, <laughs> uh, given with uh, how the league and everyone feels about James Harden and how he is officiated against. So uh, seeing I, him a little upset after the game was kind of uh, bittersweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting when you see Harden complain about the refs, the yes. one who's, you know, I think 30% of his points are free throws, essentially. It's like an absurd 
it's, number. It's crazy. Uh, and the amount of free throws. I think he's got like 90 more free throws than the next closest person already. That's ridiculous. Um, it's just that's, that's unheard of. Um, but yes, that is, uh, that is pretty crazy. It really is. And speaking of free throws and the Lakers too, yes. that's another thing that's been killing us. And that trade we made, I think having a Bullock – um, yes. On the court, you know Reggie. Yes. To hit not only the threes, but he's like a really good free throw shooter, and yeah, so closing games in his first home game as a Laker, which was amazing to see. Dope. Something we needed definitely it was a knockdown shooter, and him hitting one clutch late was uh, was really nice to see, and something that Laker fans definitely are going to cling on to. We got a lot of good things happening. Like before the All Star break, that win against the Celtics gives us a good oh, building block. That one. Let's, you know, we could go back and reminisce about That's, that a little bit. That Rondo was doing that was. Absolutely, just bittersweet and just so awesome. And just, I know that feeling for him must have been just great. And um, yeah, that was awesome. I think that was the first start of like, you know, you know I know the All Star break kind of disrupts it, but that's the first building block yes, for this. Like, that could have been the turning point. That's I, a game we're, that we're going to look back on hopefully I'm while we're in the playoffs. And, yeah. You know, that's something that triggered it for us. Um, I like that. Speaking of the playoffs, we're, look, we're looking at the standings today. Lakers are six games out of fourth place. Yes. Or so, or six and a half, I believe. There is six games um, separating the four seed and the eleven seed, actually. And there right you now go. We're sitting there in tenth. We got Sacramento ahead of us, who lost the other night as well, which is uh, awesome. So thank you, Sacramento. <laughs> um, and then the Clippers ahead of us as well. But honestly, I can't see the Clippers sustaining with everything that they've they got at the trade deadline. They look like um, they were trying to subtract. <laughs> exactly. So I think that is a team that hopefully we could uh, catch up to, and I think we will. Uh, but the Kings, they, they they're good. You know, they lost the other night, but that's a team that. Uh, they do frighten me a bit, and we obviously have history with them as Laker fans, so it's always nice to see those rivalries maybe build up. So it'd be nice to see them two more times down the stretch. I mean, Vladi is the uh, he's exactly. still there. He's it's, the GM. Still so there. Magic's still there. You know, that's... they still got the well. Magic really wasn't involved at that time, but still, just all that Laker rivalry. <laughs> we always like seeing those old school. Uh, Good old floppy Divock out D-Voc. there <laughs> against our boy Shaq. Um, so yeah, that that playoff race between uh, the Sacramento Kings, the Clippers, and you know, the, the Kings run by our boy Vladi Divac, as we were talking about. Yes, our good boy Vladi. Floppy. But yeah, the, again, those Kings, uh, they're, they, they kind of scare me. You know, Marvin Bagley lately has been falling out. I think the other day he had 24 and 14, and that's just uh, that's really good to see from him. Uh, but then you also have Buddy Heald there, and... Um, I like him. He's, yeah, a, he's a good fantastic. shooter. And De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is somebody that I still have a... A little bit of a sour tasting because I wanted him at the draft, but I'm still happy with our boy Lonzo. Um, you know, I he trashes on In and Out so much, so he's lost a lot oh, of respect he does? to me. Oh, oh he he's hates In and Out. It's over. If you so, hate In and Out, you are not good. Yeah, that, that is for sure. Like it's just inappropriate. Like In and Out, you got to respect it. He's living in California. Like yeah, show no. show some love. Get so. it right. Get it right. Yeah, he's 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 axed now for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, between that, the Clippers dropping off, the Lakers still need to get in front of one more team. Right. Is it going to be the Spurs? Do the Jazz drop off? You know, I don't see it being the Rockets. No, no, the Rockets are still what they are. They're a good team. Let's be real about that. They're in the West Conference Finals last year and took the Warriors 2-7. And who knows, could have won that if Chris Paul was playing. But uh, yeah. what's said is done, or what is done is done. And, um, yeah. But, no, the out of those teams falling, uh, again, Clippers for sure, I think, are going to be on the outside looking in. The Kings, again, scare me. But, um Maybe San Antonio. Um, I, I can't see that really I, happening either. But. That's the crazy thing. Like, how is San Antonio good every single year? Like, Popovich, Popovich. needs a statue. He, is he should have his own Bill airport. Bill Belichick of the uh, NBA. He, Those two, they just get it done. Doesn't matter. 
he's up in that class when it comes to coaching. So um, yeah, but he looks more like Robert Kraft. <laughs> yeah, Robert Kraft. Speaking <laughs> of Robert Kraft, we're gonna get into that. We'll, we'll save that Kraft. for later. Yeah, we'll okay. Stick, we'll stick with NBA yeah, now. We'll stick with NBA. But Popovich has got that creepy white hair. Yeah, he does have that Kraft. creepy white hair. Maybe he's that bigger figure in that whole thing. We'll, <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> Let's not go there, Pop. I, I, I like you, boy. You're good. <laughs> he's a great guy. Yeah. I'm just mad that his team's competitive and in the playoffs always, every single year. Always. Um, yeah, that it just goes to show um, when you put in the work and you follow a system that works, um, it, you know, you can do what you can. And uh, they do true. that year in and year out. Um, he so gets I don't players see them falling off. gets players that work within his system, can exactly. play defense, and facilitate what he wants done on the court. And... Um, yeah, they're not it's, missing much from losing Kawhi, you know, with DeRozan. I mean, he fits in perfectly with what that was going on there. So um, That's going to be a tough team to get in front of. Yeah. Um, I do think they're, the Jazz are probably going to be in the playoffs as well. Like, it's going to get tight. It's going to get... It, it already is tight. Like, Again, six games separating four through 11. And, uh, you know, all these teams are really good. And we all, we knew this was going to be a fight. So um, we definitely need that playoff mode activated from LeBron <laughs> to, uh, to get in. So... Um, Hopefully the Lakers can uh, can continue that tonight against the Pelicans and uh, a, a game again. Every game's a must win right now in my opinion, but this one you have to. We need a consecutive. I think uh, we really need to try and be popping off like a ten game winning streak. Yeah. And I don't think it's unrealistic. It's to not unrealistic. Out of this again, team. the schedule coming up: New Orleans, then at Memphis, and then you come back home for New Orleans again. So those are three games that we should, you know, ultimately win. Uh, but the thing is with the Lakers all season, you've seen them, you know, have big wins against, you know, let's say the Warriors, the Rockets uh, earlier on in the season too. Um, but it's just they come out the next game and they'll play a team like the Hawks or um, another bottom get feeder team and then get burnt by them. And it's just, uh, you know, we need that consistency to show up. So um, that's what playoff mode activated should be about. Exactly. Like these these games that we should win, we need to win, we must win. That's yes. the point of the season we're in right now. Right. Realistically, I think we need we have 24 games left. We probably need to win at least 18 of those. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, it's mm. a big number. 15 minimum. 15 minimum. It really uh, we need some help at that point uh, from teams ahead of us to you know to make the playoffs, but. Um, Let's let's take care of it ourselves and let's let's win ten games in a row like that's, you said. That's what I'm saying. It like, needs to be done that way. You just named three winnable games. That's mm-hmm. four games that's right four there. Four games in a row. I don't think we've had so, four in a row this season. Um, doesn't feel like it. No, it doesn't it's feel like it. Been very up and down. Exactly. Again, start off fine. We need to remember that as Laker fans, we were in fourth place early on in the season. Um, we were healthy at that point, and I think a big piece uh, is is Lonzo. You know, LeBron didn't miss a big chunk of time, but Lonzo's been out for. He's uh, you know, really some time, and it shows. The, his what his intangibles are there. Exactly, like, he, he can't shoot, but he, he can pass. He looks like a ten-year vet defense. when it comes to intangibles. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. Um, he can block. Yes, he, he, he does it all. He sets the good tone. He's got a big wingspan for exactly. a point guard. Exactly, and he he gets the team going because he's the guy who's defending, you know, the other team's, uh, you know, the person who's bringing the ball up the court most of the yeah. time. He's he's on them, and he disrupts a lot of things. So. If he's playing that type of defense, it just generates into an easy offense, and um, that's when the Lakers are the, at their best. I on, mean, on the run. Yep, exactly. And, in you know, transition. we do have the pieces with Rondo and LeBron to continue doing that type of style, but Lonzo just does it at a different level. He does. And he does. Um, we definitely miss him, so we need him back. Hopefully that bone bruise is nothing too yeah, serious. Yeah, that bone bruise is something that uh, I didn't week, like reading that the other day. This weekend um, is his fifth week out, basically, and yes, initially and it was four to six weeks. Yeah, so six weeks. And, with uh, adding more time to that, we're looking at potentially not seeing him until maybe March, middle of March, who knows? Exactly, and that's uh, a little more extended, so... Uh, 
Uh, get better, Lonzo. Get better. Yeah. Eat, eat, eat your fruits and veggies. Go go have a kale smoothie, bro. <laughs> like, do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Get get better. Um, and it's it's good that we you know we we wanted Anthony Davis. I think we both agreed before the trade line. We were hoping we'd get Davis. Yes, exactly. Um, we really think the two star. That's just the way the NBA is. You need two stars it is. Like, to stars. get it. So, but I mean, LeBron James in the in the Eastern Conference was able to take a team without a second star last season all the way to the NBA Finals, essentially. I mean, unless you count Kevin Love, but, I mean, let's be real. That's not. And I do believe <laughs> that the cast that LeBron has now is definitely better um, than what he's had previously, I'd say. Um, so it's something that we need to really uh, build on and, you know, go with. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, now that we don't have Anthony Davis, we get a chance to see what Kuzma really can do, exactly. what Ingram really can Getting do. Getting past that deadline they, really is, is... What Ball can really do. This is the chance for them to say, oh, shit, we're still here. We're still in L.A. Let's prove it, that we belong here. Because if we're being frank, there's no there's no time. If you don't get it done in Los Angeles, yes. LeBron James is 34 years old. Exactly. We're here to... We didn't bring him here to just, you know... Uh, you make know, Space Jam 2. Exactly. Space <laughs> Jam 2, which uh, was our intro music. As you know, that's something that's really nostalgic to us, so we have to throw that in with the announcing that it's uh, coming out in uh, 2021, I believe. So... Um, that's the real reason LeBron came yeah, to LA. No, but no, on, and seriously... Um, him being here, um, you need to win now. Uh, you don't make that move, uh, you know, signing LeBron to, again, have a, a team around that's just going to be trading away pieces. So. And I'm not saying these guys are scrubs. Like, no, I know it comes off harsh. Like, they're good players. They are very good they, players. But there's a difference between championship players and good players. And so you, you need those – they need to step up. If if we're going to have a 10-game ga- winning streak, Ingram needs to be scoring, you know, 20 points. Kuzma like needs to be getting 20 points. Like, like they gotta say. be playing defense. Like yes. LeBron can't carry the whole load. He's he's got to worry about Space Jam two now. So <laughs> he's just preoccupied, and we need these young guns to help out. It's their time to shine. You know, you got past the deadline. You can relax now. It's time to just play. And they showed that against the Rockets. Um, you know, Ingram and Kuzma had some really good games. So hopefully they can continue that and you know be that supporting cast that LeBron needs. And uh, mm. let's just uh, remember, uh, remember they're with us now. Um, where they're not going anywhere, and we'll worry about the offseason when it comes. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, ball out, Laker Nation. Let's go. Yes. And, you know, I do like all the moves we made at the deadline, getting another shooter. We Reggie were touching Bullock, on that yes. earlier. Like, I think that was huge. Um, I really think, like, Zubak, I, getting rid of him, bittersweet for me, but I really think it cements our rotation. Now we know that uh, at the five, you got JaVale or Tyson, and yep. that's just it. There's no... The rotation's set. If we want to go small, we go small. We don't need to be carrying three centers no. on a roster going into the playoffs. Um, I just don't think that, I mean, as much as he's young and I think he's got a good future potentially, congratulations to him. Just recently got engaged as well. Oh, shout um, out to Zoo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's yeah. good to know. Yeah, he was the first one of the young Lakers to get a ring. That's what I saw, the first comment I saw on uh, Instagram. Oh, that's a great comment. <laughs> yeah, so um, good for him. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I think he'll be a good basketball player, but I don't think he's someone that's going to set us over the edge. No. So, and Again, that's bittersweet. We... It was just a little heartfelt uh, goodbye. Sorry, Zoo. But, um, yeah, that, again, he's not somebody that was going to necessarily be a part of the future, especially if they are still considering an Anthony Davis maybe in the that's future. Exactly. Um, you know, that's something to – you know, maybe uh, not lose sight of. So uh, there, there's always a plan with Magic and Rob. So uh, we'll, we'll worry about that later on. I love it. 
I love it. I'm excited. It's going to be good. We're, we're excited, Laker fans. We're, it's going to be a good three months. Yes. And hopefully four months because we're going into playoffs. Yes. Deep in the playoffs. Going deep. Hopefully. So let's go. Yep. Um, all right. Should we touch on some NFL? Let's touch on it. Let's do it. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, we kind of brought up the whole, let's just get right into it, Robert Kraft. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, being accused of uh, being in some sexual solicitation over in Florida. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think this really gives the NFL a platform to, uh, like, prove that the things they say they take seriously, like marijuana and steroids and all these other things that they hold the players to a high standard, now they got to hold owners to just as high of a standard and exactly. really flex that muscle. And once more information comes out, I really expect um, some punishments, fines. I don't think you can punish the Patriots, like, draft pick-wise. No, I don't think no, it's, no. But financially, you can you can hit them. You can send a message. Exactly, and I think we, we looked it up earlier. Uh, you know, other suspensions to you know owners, and there was uh, a Colts owner. Uh, uh, yes, the Colts owner yes. a couple years ago. Twenty, yeah, yeah, the drunk driving, I think it was, and uh, had, had some, some cocaine. Yeah, had so, some substances on him. So uh, there is they, a precedent here. Yeah, and that was six games and uh, five hundred thousand. So we'll see if um, Robert Kraft gets something like it was, that. It's half a mil. Half a, oh, half a mil. Half a mil. That's uh, 500,000. I'm just saying half a mil. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, sure we're on the same page there. You question, made me question myself uh, there. Like, was that? Okay. Anyways. No, yeah. My bad. I'm <laughs> no, no, no. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully the league does something. Um, again, because we all hate the Patriots. LA, Boston all day. LA is uh, always going to win that. So whatever happens to anybody in Boston, we negative do it. Negative things. We don't, we don't want them to win. Mm-hmm. Don't like the Red Sox. Don't like the Patriots. Definitely. Definitely don't like the Celtics. Oh, Celtics. Oh, Definitely. We, we you don't even that. like the Bruins, just on principle. Yep, Sorry, Boston Bruins. Just you didn't really principle. do anything wrong, but, but just on yeah. principle. Yep. Don't like um, it. What else is out of Boston? Uh, clam chowder. Love it. It's really good. But, uh, yeah. Don't drink Sam Adams. We just hate Boston. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to the NFL. Um, yeah, Robert Kraft, a big story going on, but also free agency is a big one. There's some huge names out there. I mean, um, AB's on the block. AB's on the block as well. Levy on Bell. Free agency. It feels like uh, everyone in Pittsburgh's just a free on the agent. way out. <laughs> so uh, on the way out. Even Tomlin's probably a free agent. Seems like. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah Big you know. Ben is the coach and the GM apparently. He is. So he's the one really <laughs> calling the shots. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, AB Bell, Foles. Uh, there's names out there. And uh, where do you see some of these guys going? So I'm I'm really excited to see. Uh, um, I know AB isn't a free agent, but I'm really excited to see where he lands. I think Pittsburgh, his time's up there. Yep. They got to trade him. It's best for the organization. It's best for him. Um, I think if they hold on to him, they'll be they'll, they already got a kind of a bad rap with the Le'Veon situation. Yes, they do. So they got to make a move here. Um, I'm really hoping he goes to San Francisco. I know that's like the That'd hot one nice being thrown see. out there. Yeah. Um, I really think he'd help Jimmy G, and he have like a true number one receiver. To really make that offense click, you were talking about Kittle. Yep. Earlier. Yeah, Kittle earlier. Um, they we got McKinnon coming back and Goodwin as well. So that would open up the offense a lot for Jimmy again, establishing a number one receiver, um, someone who is thir- over the 30-year mark, uh, which is, seems to be the number in the NFL at most positions, but uh, still producing at a very, very high level. So talking about AB. Yes, AB. Yeah. So he could definitely still bring in, um, you know catches for that team and do some he's big demanding more guaranteed money too so it's got to be a team that's willing to pay him yeah. i think san francisco has proven that they're willing to pay older players I mean, they signed sherman in the offseason last year that's so true. 
there's a, I think they're willing to take a risk on that. And A.B. is a special player. He is. He's let's, not, let's be real about that. Yeah, like he is he, still a top five wide receiver in the league um, without Ben, I still would say. Um, but a lot of people question, you know, is he a part of a system there? But, you know, that talent that that guy has, I could see him going. Yeah, I mean, he led the, the NFL in touchdowns last season. Like, yeah, the system helps, and having Juju helps. But, like, at the end of the day, this is Antonio Brown we're talking about. Like, exactly. He's been a freak for a while, so... Hopefully he goes to the Vikings and puts on that jersey. That would be nice. Make something happen. You guys got bigger fish to fry. You got to <laughs> worry do, about... We do, But uh, I have faith in the team that, you, you got to pay Thielen. Yeah, oh yeah, that's coming up. But then you set a precedent because he's still got two years on his contract, so exactly. they don't really want to pay Thielen, but they know they need to pay Thielen. Exactly. He's the most underrated or oh. underpaid player in the NFL, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, that guy. He is uh, something that I saw coming a long time ago. I uh, drafted him in our Dynasty League that we have. Uh, back in 2014, so I, I knew it was coming. Oh, sure. Uh, have faith in that man. <laughs> He's but, good. No, he is. But, um, you know, it's that's a pipe dream for me as a Viking fan. But, no, the offensive line is a bigger need for us for sure. I think uh, a oh, offensive line for the Vikings, yes. 100%. Yeah, yeah you I think all Kurt. seven picks need to be um, linemen. Offensive linemen. All offensive linemen, we need to do it because we have talent at every level. Um, and uh, Kirk Cousins gets a bad rap because that O-line was very bad last year. It's hard um, when you don't have time to throw. He sacked 40 times last year. That is crazy. Tom Brady sacked 22 times. Keep that in mind. So, Zach Prescott. Yeah. It was in the 50s. Well, 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 <laughs> I think well, 56 we, ooh. in Dallas are yeah, supposedly yeah, well, good offensive line. Well, those could be from him trying to scramble out and then, you know, getting hicks. He thinks he's There's fast, a lot but... of different, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. that's true. A lot of different ways that happened. Yeah. Oh, I like that here. Um, but yeah, so other than San Francisco, I think that's the obvious one. One yes. that I heard brought up by someone else was um, uh, New Orleans for AB. That would be crazy. Be we talked about it because they have cap space, believe it or not. And uh, that would just be super scary. But again, I think that team has more glaring needs and probably not the best situation but another I mean, one that, if you can't why just outscore everyone just sign antonio brown <laughs> that's true that's maybe the way the league's going game, it seems like, like um you know the super bowl last year the chiefs and the rams um yeah i say chiefs oh, and the rams because that was <laughs> that, a monday, super night bowl. Super that bowl. monday night game was Woo! a super bowl um let's be insane. real though those two teams are going to be around for a while when they could put up points so they can it seems like the league is trending towards that way so um an ab going to a powerhouse why not I was hoping Carolina. I don't even Carolina know Carolina was one that you brought up earlier. That's, Cam uh, Newton seems, needs a number one receiver. That would just seem very logical once you say it. It makes so much sense. Uh, but, yeah, not too sure of their cap situation there. But, again, um, I, I do think San Fran will probably be that landing spot. And, again, uh, on Instagram, uh, he actually used a picture that uh, the 49ers – Photoshopped. Um, photoshopped of him in a 49ers jersey hugging Jerry Rice. He actually reused that photo, so maybe he it is, makes uh, sense. It you makes know, sense saying that he wants to be there. All right, what about the other uh, the other bad boy in uh, uh, Steel City? You know, Le'Veon. Le'Veon, uh, the bad boy. Are you sure it's not big boy? Because uh, there's been some photos. Two hundred and sixty pounds. He's gained a little bit of weight. It looks like. Um, it's on that but no, Le'Veon diet. Le'Veon's again. He's on that AB level. He um he's a generation, not a generational talent, I would say, but he he's one of the top guys in the league. Well, for and, me, it's like what separates him is his receiving ability. Yes, yes, he's a great runner, but like you can't put many receivers in the slot and do what he does. No, no one like or running backs in the slot, and so he's incredible there. Yeah. Um, what landing spots that you know he could possibly end up at? We've seen uh, the Jets as a possible destination there. Uh, we know Indy needs some help at the running backs. 
Um, so that I, I think the Jets make the most sense because I think Le'Veon's showing that he's not really maybe in it because he wants to win. So if he wants to win, he maybe would stay in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. So I think he may be looking for money, and I think the Jets have the most money to spend, and there's already been talk of it. So I think that makes he, sense to me. I think that would make sense, and like he can really help Darnell. Yeah, um, yeah. Having that running back there would make him a better quarterback. Absolutely. Um, and they, they do have some young receivers that are starting to show some signs. Maybe so. the Jets go for him and AB. Ooh, that would be a nice little reunion, wouldn't there it? There you go. Or uh, one I forgot to mention, too, Oakland. I think Oakland could play on either of those players Oakland, as well. Oakland, yeah, especially uh, the Antonio one. You know, all the draft picks they have maybe do make a trade over to, uh, you know, Pittsburgh and, exactly. and get Antonio turning some of those and draft picks. And then sign Le'Veon. And then all of a sudden the Raiders are good again. There you go. Going, Derek Carr. Going into Vegas. Maybe that's the master plan all along. Who knows? Whew. That's a pipe dream for some Raider fans. Oh. You're getting some Raider fans excited with that one, Joel. <laughs> they traded Cooper, so they need a receiver. Cooper to your team, the Cowboys. Uh, How do you feel about your... I think that your... was a, the, the most questionable trade in the moment. <laughs> but hindsight is twenty twenty, and that was probably the best trade in made in the NFL in the last couple of years, at least in recent memory, I can't think of a trade uh, that... With that impact right away, yeah, that was uh, crazy to see. And uh, we saw glimpses of that with Oakland, but he showed that on a consistent basis, like, right away with you guys, so... And when I say, um, like, uh, there are other big trades, but that's a mid-season trade, which yes. you don't see those kind of trades in no, the NFL. No, 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 you don't like, see those. Jimmy G, that trade was pretty big. When... And that trade, again, set some precedence. I mean, again, a first-round draft pick going... You don't see... Any players getting no, first round draft picks? I mean, picks. I'm hearing uh, second round draft pick for AB. You know, right now it's crazy to think about that Cooper. You know, obviously younger than AB, um, but still, you know, going for a first round against AB and possibly going for a second round draft pick. That's just uh, I think crazy that to think about messed up the receiver market. Those trades, and then it also goes back to the Khalil Mack trade. They got so much for one player. I know he's exactly. like a ridiculous talent, but like the amount that the Bears gave up to is to get him was unheard of. It's crazy. Yeah, so, so that, that uh, I think teams just in the NFL, they don't know how to value draft picks, and it's just all over the place. So it's, it, it's just a crapshoot. It, it really is. So um, who knows? Give a seventh-round draft pick for A.B. <laughs> just joking. Comp, comp pick? Like yeah, the exactly. Third round comp picks that give exactly. out. Like, Vikings got a couple, so I'm excited about that. Uh, did you guys? Yeah, we got uh, one in the sixth and one in the seventh, so I'm, oh, I'm nice. happy about that. I mean, th those, are, those are like free agents, though, almost at that point. They those are, are like, but... Vikings have had like, some success get... late in the draft. I mean, we got uh, Stephon Diggs in the fifth round. In our... He's a fifth rounder? He's a fifth rounder wow. out of Maryland, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we, we've done some good things late in the draft, um, so you never know. Well, hopefully it goes to two more offensive linemen, according yes. to what you were hoping for. Everybody needs to be an offensive lineman that steps <laughs> foot in Vikings facility uh, coming out of the draft class. That is for sure. All right, what about, um, you know, good old Big Dick Nick? Big Nick, oh man, the uh, legend, dude. Yeah, that man. Uh, I hate him, but I love him, and I hate him because I'm a Viking fan. He tore me up last year or two years ago, NFC Championship game. But um, yeah, that man has shown that he can play football when it matters most, and there's gonna be a team he's out there. He's got something. He's he does. Got, like whatever something is, he's got that. And honestly, I look at Philly and I wonder, do they make a mistake? You know, possibly siding with it, Wentz on this and going that route. Is Wentz the leader? He's got the skills, but does he have the moxie? I don't know what you want to call it. Does and, he have that it factor? And that what can you say has? that yeah, exactly? You know, Foles has shown it. He's done it. How can you say that? Um, you know, I'm going this way rather than this way. That's proven for me in the biggest time, and you've shown that you can't be healthy for me. Uh, as a Philly fan, I'd be kind of you know scratching my head, but you know, he's a free agent, and some team's going to be super lucky to get him. And um, 
Hopefully. But is he a free agent? Is he going to get franchise tagged? Oh, like, that's true. He, he's, he's not even he there buy yet. his own freedom or something? Yeah, so... Like, I mean, what is real? like... We don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's interesting with these deadlines coming up, the tag deadline. Exactly. And then um, AB has a roster bonus that's due middle of March. So, they're probably going to look... That's 2.5 mil. So, they're going to be looking to move mm-hmm. him Rather to save... Probably. What's that? Move him rather soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. To save that money. To so save that 2. money. 2.5 mil. Yeah. I mean, that's like three hookers for Robert Kraft. So, <laughs> like, I got to save money somewhere. Um, <laughs> oh, man, Robert. Poor man. Uh, so, where Foles goes, um, I have Foles in a fantasy league, dynasty league. I'm hoping he goes to New York. I know the Eagles would never trade him there. No, go to someone else years. in your own division. That does not seem logical. But. I mean, I'm just imagining him with players around him that could make him a better quarterback, and OBJ is on that list. You need to get him somewhere with an elite receiver. Everyone, you, I know you were mentioning Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the worst place for him to end up. I absolutely do too, but it just makes the most sense from a team-wise uh, position. They need a quarterback. That's the most desperate, glaring need for a team that 100%. was just in the AFC Championship game two, two years, years ago. ago. So that Almost team, beat New England. Almost for, beat New for England. For a half, they were uh, hanging in there. Should have been the Vikings and Jaguars in the Super Bowl that year, but nope. Would have been the least happen. watched Super Bowl in NFL Oh, history. I would have been the biggest one in my heart. <laughs> oh, man. One day, just one. That's all I want is just one. Oh, man, that's funny. But, yeah, no, um, I could also see him going to maybe a Redskins team. You know, they, I, they don't have a quarterback as I like well. That. Um, that's a team that could use In somebody. the division, though. That's another team in the division. So who knows? Maybe he's just not going to play. Maybe he's going to play in the new AAF league. Is that what it is? Oh, the uh, AAL, the a- American Alliance like, League, whatever, or whatever league it is. Yeah. yeah, maybe he'll go play there. Who knows? Um, but no. So again, some team's going to be lucky to get him. Um, I and couldn't agree more. It's like, going to be nice uh, to see him on a team, you know, for a full season and knowing he is your guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see what BD Jacksonville do really for you. does make the most sense. One thing that does interest me is I know Cam Newton's hurt. He's played hurt last year. Mm-hmm. He had major surgery. Doesn't know if he's going to be healthy this year playing right. into Carolina. So does Carolina just sit back, re- rebuild, like sit for a year? Do they try and get another quarterback? Like Cam Newton's such a unique player. You have to change your whole offense when he's out. That is you true. You can't just get so, – oh, Lamar Jackson – and Le'Veon Bell. Sorry, I just remembered. Let's go back to Le'Veon. Okay, let's do it. Dude, Lamar Jackson, one of the best running quarterbacks. That's right. There was talk about this, wasn't there? Could you imagine him with Le'Veon? That would be amazing. Imagine that, run, they're just running the option or just having those two guys on the backfield. That's... Preparing a game plan for that, I don't think you can. No. It's impossible. No. And especially if Lamar takes his offseason seriously and could, you know, working on that passing game, which, um, you know, showed the, that – it's not I, a strong I don't even think he needs to work on his passing game. All he needs us to do is have 200 yards a game and just move the offense. So just like be able to in certain situations. But yeah, if you maybe develop him, a long ball just to have the threat. Just to have that threat. And you know, they do have some speed there, so that's definitely something to to work on. But yeah, um, having those two in the backfield will just be super hard to defend. And again, uh, that was a name that was brought up for all the Ravens was Le'Veon. So that would be something to really. I know our good friend Corey would love that. Oh. That would be insane. That would be. That would be good for the NFL, too. I think that would be something to really watch. Um, that tandem? That tandem right yeah, there. Yeah. But then Le'Veon gets to play Steelers twice a year, too. Again, everyone's Ooh. everyone's going against their old teams. Ooh, it seems I like, like it. That'd be, that'd be I nice like to see. it. Yeah. Um, but again, uh, yeah. Going back to the free agents, I think Nick Foles to Jacksonville makes sense. Uh, I really can't think of anyone else that really desperately needs a QB that's not in the NFC East. 
<laughs> yeah, you just put it. Yeah, nobody. I can't really think of teams that really like do. everyone's either got like some rookie they just recently drafted that they're gonna roll with, right? Or they already have Raiders a, and Derek Carr. I think they're sticking with. Yeah, him. I think they have to I stick with him. I think they're oh, maybe a year away from that. You know. Yeah, going into a new stadium without a quarterback. Oh, now. Miami. Miami. Oh, Miami. Miami. QB. That's true. What are they in the draft? You know, the, the, no, the, yeah, they're up there in the draft. They, they'll probably be drafting one, I would imagine. You think they'll draft? Yeah. Uh, this draft class, though, too, there's not too much coming out of it, you know, coming down. I can't think of any, like, obvious number one, like, you know, QBs. Exactly. So those free agents, again, could be hot commodities. Foles? Yep. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a biggie. All right. Um, let's see. Anything else on football? Any other free agents? Uh, not that I could think of. You got the Columbine coming up. Oh, what about a good old Kyler Murphy? Kyler Murray, Murray I, yeah. Thank uh, you. He decided to, you know, stick to the NFL route, which uh, is going to be nice to see. That, that's right. How can we skip over that guy? He's as, a stud. Uh, one of the guys coming out. He's yeah. a stud, man. And a lot of people question, you know, can he do it going to the NFL? And I'm getting kind of tired of asking or getting asked that question. Um, you know, these athletic quarterbacks, is he too short? Is he not athletic? You know, Cam Newton back then, they said maybe he's not going to transition. Cam's well, massive, if though. you're an athlete, you can transition into the NFL. It's been proven now. You got Mahomes, who, you know, was a two way star and decided to play football Mahomes as well. Mahomes is like 6'3, though. Yeah, this but, guy's like, yeah, supposedly, I, I understand he's like that. Five, but Russell seven. Wilson was a short guy as well. And uh, again, if you're athletic and you have that grit and moxie, you could get it done. And I think Kyler Murray is one of those guys. Who I can. really hope so. And I think some teams going to get really lucky. Lucky drafting him if he continues to stick with the NFL. Let's go New York Giants. Pick him up. Oh, that would be ooh, that would be him and Saquon. All these pipe dreams. Whew. I'm just saying, think about like spotlight in New York. That's yeah, big. Can that he is. handle New York? Is he ready? Uh, that could definitely Eli. get to replace an Eli. Yeah, before oh. that meant something. The last few years, I don't know if that means much with the way <laughs> Eli's played in the Giants. That's what I'm saying. So um, yeah, that would be nice to see Kyler Murray in the NFL. Um, some team again is gonna be very lucky to have him. It'll be fun. Yep. I can't wait. Love football. It's too long. The gap between yeah, seasons. No, so I love the NFL. Waking up on Sunday mornings <laughs> is terrible without <laughs> the NFL. Um, Come back, NFL. We miss you. Yes, we do. We're, we're ready. But the yeah, American Alliance yeah. League is not cutting it. Yeah, it's not. No, I got the draft and the combine coming up soon. Super excited about that. Um, again, it, it's always fun when football's on the dock. So it is. It something really Always is. something to look forward to with the NFL. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have plenty of more NFL topics on a weekly basis. I can't wait. Definitely. Um, all right, let's transition into soccer. Soccer this is... This is your realm, Joel. Let's uh, hear it. I, I want to hear about it. So, big news is Chelsea Football Club in England. Oh, yes. Um, we were talking about that earlier. Transfer ban. Mm-hmm. Big sanctions. All of a sudden, can't do any signing of players until, I believe, 2020, the summer. So, so they're allowed to have players being taken from them, but they can't acquire anybody. And the big saying. one looking to leave is Eden Hazard. Supposedly he's headed to Real Madrid. Really? Um, you're talking about a $100 million transfer fee, um, which would be massive. And I think he's worth every penny. He's a great player. Um, he doesn't belong at Chelsea. He needs a, <laughs> he needs a bigger spotlight. He deserves Real Madrid. Um, I just think it makes too much sense. Real... Still trying to replace Ronaldo, you know, now that he's in Juve, winning every single game, apparently. Yeah, that, that guy, um, again, I'm, I'm not too much of a follower when it comes to soccer, but every time I turn it on, and I'm seeing 
highlight from that guy just He's doing incredible. something incredible mm-hmm. and again, messy. yeah those two and then eden hazard's right there too that's somebody who again i i see highlights of nonstop. that guy he's, is fantastic he's there's a so ronaldo and messi are in their 30s now they can't be the best players in the world Much there's got to be someone to take the torch right. i think it could be hazard there's a couple other players of course mbappe Mbapp- everyone says Mbapp- neymar <laughs> I love that guy. But these are these are the names I think of the up and coming generations of the sport, and it'll be exciting to watch. Um, I'm excited to see where Hazard goes. Um, I really Chelsea's going to appeal this ban, and we'll see what happens with the appeal. Um, there's a little bit of corruption in FIFA, and Chelsea's got those Russian links, so mm. we'll see uh, how much money they can uh, pull out and see what they can get away with. Yeah, those are, um, there's some big organizations in the world that the, uh, seem to always have that kind of feel that uh, dark Sith feel from like, the Star <laughs> Wars, and I feel like Chelsea is one of those organizations. Um, there the would be Yankees, Empire. the evil empires of the world. So, <laughs> well, the um, Yankees have been a failed evil empire. Yes, in they, they have. They have definitely. Like I remember when I was younger, it was like fucking Yankees. They yeah. every, every single, single World Series. It was <sighs> Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. But uh, yeah, those those organizations. So. Speaking of Yankees and baseball, I'm really surprised that the Yankees did not make a move for either Harper or Machado. Like that, Machado. they spent all their money already. You know, last year to Aaron Judge, um, Giancarlo Stanton. The last couple of years, they spent a bunch of money. I, don't uh, they have unlimited money? They do, but uh, <laughs> they've got a bunch of stars. That they're going to. They have a lot of young stars that they're going to need to be paying soon. And I think uh, that team is pretty set. Um, they were just in the ALCS a couple of years ago, and just in the World Series recently as well. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, that that's a team that uh, didn't really need those services. But let's talk about Machado. That Ten years, three hundred million—the oh. biggest American sports contract in history. Amazing. That is just unheard of. That is um, more money than some franchises are worth in professional sports. <laughs> can you repeat that? More money than, than some actual whole franchises. franchises are worth in professional sports. Yeah, that's some crazy. That's some crazy money. Three hundred million for uh, a baseball player. Uh, that's <laughs> that's crazy. And uh, people are wondering, you know, why isn't Harper signed? And it's kind of, you know. The fact that he wants to be the highest paid player, and yeah. you have he to pay feels more like he's than, better. Yes, he has to pay. You have to pay more than three hundred million for a guy like that. And he said no to a couple three hundred million dollar offers already. So uh, it, I just, as an owner, I can't imagine paying you know one person that much money. That's absurd. Um, and it's, a, a it's team a... like the Padres, you know, a small market team going out and doing that is kind of kind of cool to see. You know, um, it's it's crazy, but it's uh, cool to see that a young org- or a smaller organization. You know, getting talent like that and spending that type of money. Well, they're in a, that division, the Rockies. If you want to compete with teams like that and the Dodgers, the Dodgers are always spending. That is very true. Always got money. And Magic's running that team as well. Exactly. Um, they so know what they're doing. They're, they're making some good moves. So yeah. if you're going to compete in that division and you want to really send a message. there's actually some talks of them actually trying to go after Harper as well. I the saw that. That would be... That. Spending uh, over six hundred million for two guys that in one off season. That would be crazy. That's buco bucks. That is buco. Paying that up. is buco bucks. Dang. So they would spend, let's see, over half a billion dollars on two players. Essentially, wow. you're talking over six hundred million dollars. Well, that would definitely make the Padres uh, <laughs> a team to watch for sure. So that's, I guess, how you market nowadays is sign players to big contracts. That's true. I guess they're trying to steal the NBA model. Exactly. Like let those superstars. Just go out there. Imagine that baseball players just starting to form super teams. Yeah. <laughs> that that'd be uh, kind of crazy to see. That would be nuts. Yeah. Demanding trades. Yes. That's an interesting part of the NBA. Every player is trying to dictate where they end up, and I think they do have that right. But 
you know, my boy Mike Trout doesn't go down that route and want to start demanding a trade out of Anaheim. Uh, LA, I really I hope say. he stays with the Angels. Yeah, I love watching there's talk him out of there. him. Uh, you know, they're extending him possibly, uh, but they're talking about again over three hundred million dollars, and that's uh, tough to do. I think he deserves the same uh, contract. Contract Harper gets literally. Uh, I think he deserves more than that. He's worth there every penny, in my opinion. Um, but it, it's just crazy, you know. The Angels. Uh, does that make them better? Uh, you know, just signing him to a long-term deal. No one knows. Um, well, they, they got all this money still tied up in exactly. Pools. That exactly that's, is something that's probably sitting in the back of Moreno's mind. We still have PTSD exactly. from that contract still exactly. hanging around our salary and so. That man can barely walk. It's crazy. <laughs> Just limp yourself to 700 home runs. That's what I want to see, Albert. You're almost there. We believe in you. A couple more years, I'd say. Oh, a couple more years? Yeah. He's Is he going to still be alive? He still has four more years on that contract. So Absurd. it's crazy. I, I, we're not going to pay Trout. They got, they're scared. Yeah, exactly. Rightfully so. Totally understandable. <laughs> um, anything else we want to get into? I know... Yeah, actually, I know we skipped over over this, but while we're talking big contracts, let's go back to Zion and oh, this whole shoe man. thing. Yeah, let's get into so, that because I got some stuff to say about the NCAA after that. Um, yeah. So he's mandated to wear Nike shoes. Okay. That's part of the contract. Nike has a contract with Duke, and so that's why the jerseys are Nike, Nike all right. their shoes are Nike, everything is. So he's been wearing a bunch of different Nike shoes throughout the season. This has been the one shoe he's worn the most, mm-hmm. and now he blows it out. Literally blows it out. <laughs> I mean, he was just playing some defense steps one way, and his shoe just blew open. And it's crazy. I've never seen anything I've like that. I've never seen anything like that. Never. It's scary. Um, you know, but these college players, they're taking a risk. You know, these high-profile college players, whether it be, you know, NFL or not NFL, college football or college basketball, um, you know, they know they're going to the leagues and they're going to make money. Yep. And these universities are making so much money off of them. There were talks about tickets being the price of Super Bowl tickets. It's insane. And this kid goes out and gets hurt within the first minute, leaves the game, and his whole people are freaking out because his whole career could have been over. We didn't know what was going on. And, you know, the league, our NCAA is making so much off this and he gets absolutely nothing. It could go like that. And uh, to see something like that happen was, was really scary. Um, but but uh, he's getting an education. He's getting his education. Yeah, it's worth that's it, what, right? That's why he's there. To do all those windmill dunks, you know, being a number one possible pick, you know, all that's worth it. Forget the education that uh, you might get. And he's only there for a year, so he's probably not getting a full education. He's definitely not. But I do think the NBA changing the age to nine, or 18 again, yes. lowering it. That um, is something that's going to be huge. I think that puts a little bit more power in, back in the player's side because um, right. they have the option to go pro without that mandatory rental Why year. Why not and... give them the power right in high school? They have it now, you know, forming these super teams. So start it young and start in high school. There you go. You know, let, let them make those choices. Uh, there are plenty of players who are good enough to do it. Zion is one of them. He is. He should be in the league, and I think he's gonna, a guy who's going to be an all-star within the next couple of years. I think he's going to get a shoe deal as soon as he gets drafted. <laughs> I think he should get a, soon de- a shoe deal like tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, with that, though, I mean... NCAA. I know, but he's not allowed to, so unfortunately, yeah. But yeah, I uh, think, uh, uh, so right. Nike, do you get a shoe deal with Nike if you're him? You just blew out a Nike shoe. Are you looking <laughs> like, are you calling, you know, Yeah, that, that just kind of blew up the whole shoe game like, right there, who, literally. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're going to rock Yeezys? you going to call Kanye? Like, what's the move, you know? Big baller brand. Oh, Triple B. <laughs> the triple Those B. shoes that are supposedly terrible that yeah. Lonzo doesn't even wear? No, exactly. So, well, I don't know. I don't know. So, um, and then, let's see, I want to touch a little bit on hockey. 
Oh, so, yes, there was some bizarre story. I mean, <laughs> talking about hockey is kind of a sour story for us because I'm a Kings fan. He's a Ducks fan, and there's not much to talk about, but the Ducks. We are terrible. Yeah. Um, but so we have our GM, which is also our VP, which is also like some executive of something. He basically does everything um, for the franchise. And recently, we've had a sh- losing streak. I think we lost like 18 or 19 of 21 games. Ooh, that's not good. Absurd. <laughs> that's like, not good. really bad hockey. Um, so we fire the coach and replace it with the GM. That's already the VP of operations. That's already the executive president. Did he do that himself? So, well, <laughs> essentially, right? He yeah. re- fires someone and then hires himself and then says he's trying to get an inside look at what's wrong with the team so he can try and fix it. Um, all of a sudden, the team's playing way better defense. We've won three out of four games um, with him as our head coach so far. So, And the way hockey is with the overtime losses – and all these points, like, we're actually still in contention, kind of, like, from make, for making the playoffs. That's <laughs> so, crazy to think about, because I looked at it earlier. You guys were 13th, and I was at the bottom at 15, yeah. but if you guys still have a chance, by all means, the, you're turning it around. We're, I think it. we're four points out of the playoffs, so, oh. like, the the hockey is weird like that. Cause so it's like the Western Conference right now from 4 to 11. It's just yes, wide open, basically. It is, it is, exactly. So even, like, the Kings, all of a sudden you guys win five games in a row, you'll be in contention. Yeah, that's I, gave, all I gave up the other night when they were uh, winning two to one and lost four to two <laughs> in that game where they gave up three goals in the matter of three minutes. Oh, with your emergency goal? Yeah, with our emergency goal, which was crazy. I love Again, that it's rule bizarre things going on with <laughs> our teams this year. It is, um, it is. It's weird. It's weird, but it there's it's other teams that the GM is the coach as well. Not really in hockey, but other sports like Belichick does both for the Patriots. That he is true. Makes all the decisions. He does make all the decisions, so and rightfully so. He's doing it right. He has been doing it, so I don't question anything he does. Exactly. You can't really. I mean, his he's been to eight Super Bowls. It's crazy. Like in eighteen years something, or something. Something it's absurd. Ridiculous. Like that. Eight or nine. Yeah, it's just Not, yeah, crazy it's to think about. Nine. I think you're right. He's been yeah. to nine, and which is absurd. Yeah. I just want to be in one. I just want one Super Bowl. I don't even care if we lose it. I just want to have that Sunday be about my team just once. And they've done it nine times in the past, you know, whatever years we said. It's ridiculous. Years. It's ridiculous. That's crazy to think Eventually, about. Tom Brady's going to age. No, Eventually. It's just not. I, I, think, I just, how can you say that? He proves it wrong every I know, time. I um, He's going to yeah. be a 50-year-old quarterback, I guess. Yeah. Um, he potentially could. I think that, you know, the uh, the men's company Hems, like for uh, mm-hmm. like hair loss yes. and ED and all this stuff, right? They got Snoop Dogg. I think they messed up. They should have got Tom Brady. Yes. He should be, he should say he's on Hems. <laughs> Yes. And they would make millions. Billions. Like, get him on some anti-aging, hair growth, some kind of whatever <laughs> it is. Put Tom Brady on the bottle. I would buy it. Like, that guy doesn't age. He's part of the Illuminati. He is the Illuminati. He is. Like, that, that guy he's is. He's very unique, that person. So. Yes. Shout out to him winning another Super Bowl, Tom. You're we just, hate you, Tom, but I you. respect you because yeah. it would be impossible not to respect you. Yep. Nah, that would just be idiotic. But we do hate him. Yep. Um, so is there anything else we wanted to touch on? Is that it? I think that might be it, man. Did we cover it all? I think we covered most of it for, for our first one. I, think I like we did, it. We did pretty well. How do you feeling? How do you feel? I feel good, honestly. That was fun. I think it's, uh, it was pretty natural. We're just talking sports, baby. Conversation flowed. Conversation flowed. 45 minutes. Bam. Boom, baby.